Hi there, I'm Steph Clark, a futurist and facilitator based in Melbourne, Australia. In these short audio bites, I'll share three stories you might have missed and that are signals of possible change happening in how we might live and work in the future. They're here to spark thoughts, curiosity, and hopefully some conversation. This month it's February, so it's Valentine's Day month. And this week is Valentine's Day week, in fact, and I've picked three signals related to relationships. Let's get into them. Signal number one is a Beijing technology exhibition, which has seen what is apparently the world's first AI child being launched. Created by an award-winning Chinese scientist, Tong Tong, which translates to little girl, has autonomous learning capabilities and therefore can independently assign herself tasks and react to the environment she's in. Now, at first I read this and I thought, oh, this sounds really dark, but I think there's some really interesting overlays thinking about loneliness and thinking about some of the other social changes happening at the moment, particularly with fewer people choosing to have children, fertility rates dropping and things, about the role of AI children in our future family makeups and future society. Signal number two is a question around whether young people are a generation of introverts. Americans are apparently going out and socialising less at the weekend and spending more time at home on their screens. Whilst the pandemic necessitated this for a period of time, the numbers haven't bounced back yet to a pre-pandemic level. This is an obvious knock-on effect for entertainment and hospitality industries who may need to evolve into different markets. And I think that will be interesting to think about the vertical markets or the aligned or associated markets they go to. But it also has a knock-on effect to overall connection and the ability for younger people to go out and make new friends. It makes me wonder how this flows into people's satisfaction and of life generally and ability to connect and thrive together at work if they are less connected and maybe less practiced at connecting and lonelier potentially in their overall lives. Signal number three is I've seen a few articles and pieces recently which I find very interesting about people choosing more non-traditional and I use that in very inverted commas relationship setups. In fact, last month, one of the front covers and feature articles of New York magazine was a practical guide to polyamory. But an article that caught my attention was in the New York Post online, which was about a poly married couple who invited the wife's boyfriend to live with them, which meant that they could all afford to buy a house that they could actually afford and live in. And it was nice and in an area they wanted to live, something that wasn't possible when they were in two domestic settings. Now, whilst this may or may not become a more mainstream setup over the next decade or so, more people are exploring different ways of designing their relationships. And if that continues, how might other systems need to catch up? Will invitations we receive to weddings and events come with a plus two option, not just a plus one option? Will insurances and tax laws need to adapt to multi-partnered living? And over the last five years, we've seen a pretty quick change in workplace policies around degendering parental roles, changing parental leave policies, and the ability to take leave for different types of life events. So what new policies might we need if more people are in multi-partnered relationships? That's all for this month. Signals are better when shared with friends, so please use these to start a conversation about something interesting. I'll see you next month.